0: Hi and welcome to the Backstreet Boys. I'm Jodie. I'm Bea.
1: And I'm Claire.
0: And today we're going to have a post-champs chat all about the world championships. Yeah, post-mortem. Yeah, Matt's not with us again. Oh, oh Matt. Um, but I, to be honest, I've had a great time, but I feel so knackered today. I'm so exhausted. You must be more exhausted. You worked all the time.
1: I am absolutely exhausted. It was 11 days straight, <laughs> including the sort of pre-champs setup days. Yeah, I slept into disgusting time today and yet i'm working on the manchester international on wednesday so the athletics is just carrying on oh,
0: look but look how how dedicated we are because here we are ready to talk to all our thousands and thousands of um listeners i just want to say at the stadium last night which was really nice this man came up to me and said you're the Backstreet Boys, I listen to your pod all the time. He said, keep up the good work, keep telling the truth about the BBC. (laughs) (laughs) So a big thank you to you, I didn't get your name. So that was lovely to hear. I said I didn't know if anyone was actually listening. And then another lady came up to me, a blonde lady, who, once again, I didn't get her name, and she said the same thing. Well done, I always listen to your pod on my way to work. So we do actually have people listening. (laughs) That
1: is so lovely. (laughs)
0: Last time we did a quick pod last week, we just, um, were just about to go on Radio 5 Live, which was interesting. It
1: was interesting. <laughs> Incredibly stressful. I was the first person to put my hand up with a question, and they came to me at something like 58 minutes past, <laughs> so we had to rush through what I wanted to talk about. But you guys had a couple of good things to say, and Jody, you got a round of applause Jody for your did. speech. <laughs> wow.
0: <Well. laughs> I think my point was that... Um, what was my point? I can't remember what we were talking about. It was about <laughs> 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 your point was about um, the reliance on medals, counting medals. Oh yeah, and I think actually it ties into very totally succinctly to what happened this week is if you put all of your eggs in the medal basket, you're not looking at the whole round sport. And yes, I know we get funding from medals, but it's not a good way of judging how healthy the sport is. I think this week has proved that. Yeah, we got six medals in the end. But that's not the exciting bit. The exciting bit was the great performances from really young people. Yeah, There's a lot of negativity, and there's been a lot of negativity around um, sort of the sport in recent years. People saying it's dying, but people have been saying it's dying ever since I ever started <laughs> watching athletics. We're talking like you know, twenty, thirty years ago. People have been saying it's dying, and yet here we were, at this World Championships with fifty thousand people in the stadium every single day, morning and evening sessions, didn't really look dead to me, to be honest. You know, yeah. I totally agree, and it won't die. I will tell you why, because it is. This is my thing about athletics. It is, it's the base of all sports. Yeah. Everyone understands running from A to B. Everyone understands throwing from here to there. It's so, it's easy to follow. Yes, there's lots of things that could be done um, about the way we present the sport. And it was really interesting, there was a lady actually on um, Radio 5 who worked for a PR company. Um, I think we're gonna try and get her on one day and talk about different ways that we can try and promote the sport. Well, maybe to a younger crowd, maybe yeah. to a different, different people because the base the the product is there I think it's really about the way um, that we promote it so her name is Rebecca Hopkins and so maybe we'll try and get her on on a later date to talk about how we can um, promote the sport better in the future
1: I actually got into a bit of a debate with someone at the stadium last night so I worked on the race walks yesterday morning Uh, we're recording this on Monday by the way and that was a really early start and a really long morning and afternoon and I think there's a lot to talk about with the race walks but it meant that I got the evening off so I watched the whole evening session of athletics from the photographer's platform, which is the most amazing view, and got chatting to a volunteer there, and he firmly believed that now Bolt is gone, and Farah's left the track, that the sport is gone, it's dead, and we had a really passionate and lengthy debate about this, and I think we're going to have to dedicate a whole pod, aren't we, to the future of athletics and how its longevity can sort of be realised, and there's a, there are a lot of big changes we're going to have to make, and I think we're going to have to be really brave and shake up the sport that we love, but it's far from dead, and like you said, the ticket sales, the world record ticket sales proves. You know, that.
2: usually I, I just pass through all the press stuff, and, and I'm disappointed and I just throw it behind and nobody see that. But finally today, I threw it in front of everyone. I was so ashamed. But finally, nobody cares because I got the gold medal. Everybody forgive me everything now. So before we move on
0: to the future, let's talk about the present, or at least like this past weekend, past week, um, the World Championships. How did everyone feel about it? Overall, I think it was actually a great World Championships I feel like I missed a lot of it I think I watched it but it hasn't quite gone in yet I think there's a lot of other dramas going on so I actually think distracted from some of the sport but there were some brilliant performances um, eventually some great performances from British athletes and as I said previously doesn't necessarily mean winning a medal Um, there were some great comebacks there were some great surprises it's got all the kind of things you want I think I need to go and watch it all again though (laughs) so (laughs) let's do like highs and lows of the number of weeks Claire what were your highs let's start with highs
1: I'm going to be pinching everybody's high by just quickly <laughs> mentioning this performance and you know what's coming, but it's Sally Pearson <laughs> winning world championship gold yet again it was just magical and I, as I always do I could wax lyrical about her for hours so I'm going we to We were in
0: the stadium on Saturday night Oh you um, jammy things well, you Were you there? For your working
1: Oh yes <laughs> I was in my, in my OB compound And
0: it was it and was, it was the first event up wasn't it yeah. and it like literally set the tone for, the, for that whole evening which Such was amazing evening. Um, We'd spoken to her a few weeks back at the anniversary games and we were saying to her she did a great run there and um, Kenny Harrison has, does had a terrible terrible um, championship record And we said that we know Sally will not falter, you know, when it comes to it. When she puts Kenny under that pressure, what will happen? And it's exactly as we predicted, you know. Sally got out, Kenny falls to pieces, and Sally won by a good margin at Dawn Harper come second. Of course. course.
1: (laughs) Technically, Kenny's fantastic, and no doubt she will eventually win stuff, but she's so young, and she's not learnt how to handle herself in those high pressure situations yet.
0: I'm not sure she will. She's the Asifa pal of the hurdles. She is at the moment, yeah. Um, Asifa... Put him in on a Grand Prix, will win every single time, will win world records, unbeatable. Put him in a championship environment, nothing. I mean, time after time after time after time. I think he got two bronzes, didn't he? Something like that. Or that He should he should have loads of medals, not just relay medals.
1: That's where I think the training in the States and Jamaica will be very different. I think in Jamaica, they will have continued to work on his physical and technical mm-hmm. running because that's what they focus on, that's what they've got and they're gifted with. And most of them have the mentality to perform in champs. Powell obviously didn't, but mm-hmm. I think in America they're very much into their sports psychology. And I think <clears throat> they'll have identified that as a weakness of Kenny's, and I would be staggered if the next couple of months they don't really start addressing that problem. But she, this has been a
0: problem for her, not just at this championships. Obviously, at the trials last year, the last world championship, she hit, I think all she first started. started. The world indoors, she came last. So it's an ongoing thing. What I don't know what her history's like. Did she do collegiate? Was she NCAA? Because usually they they learn how to win in those environments. Because if you don't win... You don't have a scholarship anymore, so... I'm
1: fairly sure she was NC. Yeah, I'm sure she was. So it's not clicked yet, but I think with that technical ability... And the facility she has available to and her. And
0: She's still young, isn't she? It's not like you know, mm. she, it's not like. But it wasn't just the, the final. Scene. No, no, <laughs> oh, she, she didn't. She yeah. almost yeah. didn't get into almost the final. final. Yeah, but I mean, we can all agree that Sally is a total highlight of the whole championship. Yes. you
2: know, I've got some red stuff and blood here, but everybody, forgive me, because I got the gold medal and I still can't believe it. Still,
0: my highlight was that Williams fifteen hundred meter race, which I spoke about last <laughs> week, amazing. which was just one of my all time favorite <laughs> races ever. Anyway, it wasn't so much about you know who the winner was or anything. I was super. Excited that Sally won. I wasn't necessarily excited about the winner of the fifteen hundred metres. It was just about the whole race in total. Well, ten it's, races in ten like, races in one. <laughs> it's so much drama, you know. I think I've watched it four or five times now. I will continue. We one of those ones I go back to YouTube over and over again mm-hmm. to watch, you know. So that, that is, is my highlight of the whole week, really.
1: Speaking of women's distance races, because I was saying Sally was everyone's, I really want to get in my personal favourite, which was the women's steeple chase. Oh. I could <laughs> not believe my eyes. It was just I was completely incredulous the entire time. But at the same time, I know how hard Courtney trains, and she's going to be coming on the pod to talk to us yeah. in a couple of weeks. And I know how hard Emma trains through speaking to Courtney, so I knew they had it in them. No, I knew they had a medal in them, yeah. but I did not know they had. The Fifth and sixth, no sixth and seventh fastest yes, yeah, of course, ever. and a gold
0: and silver, which totally unexpected, but the thing is here, and this is what we 've all been saying about the steeplechase ever since it started, especially on the women 's side i mean the men 's side you can 't afford to have poor technique as much because the hurdles are higher, but the women, most of the African women do not have poor technique, have literally no technique it 's mm-hmm. so strange because it 's been going on for twenty or so years now.
1: Why hasn't someone done something about it? It's I bizarre. Think they've never lost because mm. of bad technique, but that loss. Well, they have. Job. They used to lose
0: to Russians, and obviously we know why Russians yes. won. But Russians also had flawless, flawless technique, technique. Oh, and I it's not—it's the the. the, the staples, it's very low barriers. You don't need to be Sally Pearson to get yeah. over them, but you could, like, not land on two feet. This <laughs> is things
1: like, how is it easy to go over knee first?
0: Genuinely, <laughs> mm. how is it easy to go, go over knee or first? Or tuck can you
1: both your legs to yes. one side and it's, swing them round. The, you're right, the technique, it's not there. They obviously don't practice over barriers yeah. until the champs themselves, practically. But it was that last water jump that won the gold and the silver mm. that cemented it. And Emma Coburn said in her presser, which was really interesting afterwards, I don't think it's been aired by anyone, but we'll try and hunt it down and... Shara her coach told her that she could win the race on the last water jump, and that's exactly what she did.
2: I was with him on the phone, and he was like, shit, I, I had a date with a, with a girl, and she didn't come. I was you? You're the pretty guy? Pretty handsome guy? You, you had a date, and she missed it? Okay, you know what? We're going to have a beer together in London. Well, Sorry, we're not
0: even talking about the craziness of that, that, that steeplechase. I don't know what her name is the Kenyan who decided oh. not to do the not to horse oh, jump to run around the, the outside and, she and then she fell over took Krause out Krauss would have got I mean it could have been no Kenyans in the medals whatsoever because yeah. Krauss, I think definitely would have got a medal mm-hmm. and possibly could have won
1: the expression on Courtney's face when she came across that line mm-hmm. when she realised that she fell to the track you could tell that
0: Emma wins and then Emma turns around and she sees her teammate <laughs> yes. <out of> <laughs> <right> behind <laughs> her
1: she's like what? it's great <laughs> I still don't I think they're both probably still pinching themselves yeah. a little bit and it was a wonderful wonderful SP because of that.
0: And hopefully, it does make the Kenyan athletes realise that they can't just rely on their running ability. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they'll
1: go away over the winter and yeah, learn to hurdle. Maybe drag a hurdle onto the track and give it a go. <laughs> Definitely.
2: I feel like my uh, my Usain Bolt stuff from yesterday, uh, two days ago, worked. I got the spirit now. I got a fighting spirit. Oh, I don't think I've got. Well, okay. I mean, there's the
0: obvious. The 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 high of the championships and one of the highs of British athletics was the men's four by one hundred relay.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: There's so many really good things going on here. First of all, for the first time in ages, it was 100% the right team. Yes. The right team. The team that everybody on Twitter has been screaming about for probably the last two or three years. There's certain people not in the team this year, which I'm very glad because I don't think they were a positive influence on the team. Agreed. We've had CJ in tears. We've had people having a go at Danny in previous years. For things... You're a team. You've got to be a team. Yeah. It's not individual people. This is a team. Mm. And individually... They're great athletes, but that team CJ's first leg, I've never seen anything like it. Adams' second leg, I've never seen anything like it. Daddy's bend was like phenomenal, and he comes out and he, like I know it's something to do with the stagger, but he looked like he had five meters on everybody. At no point were we not leading. No, we were no. Leading. They went the whole way round, didn't you? You kept expecting some, not necessarily dropped matons like, but you kept expecting them to catch up or but something. You and do it just do didn't because happen. because it's
1: like the England football team in penalties, British teams and relays. We do get it wrong because the pressure gets to us and here we had more pressure than ever before because mm, yes. there were 55,000 home fans watching them and every handover was perfect and like you've said every person I speak to has a different favourite leg because they're always <laughs> such high quality <laughs>
0: yes but the thing is yes there's so much pressure because they're here in London but there was less pressure because they know they've put the work in this time mm. they've actually been going to relay squad they've been Practicing with each other, they have a great camaraderie. It's not like, oh god, we just did a prayer practice yesterday. Also,
1: there was no sort of fucking about with the team. Tori Bowie coming in for the women in the oh, 4 right. by ones oh. the, the Americans, you know, they hedge their bets, don't they? And they save their championship performers for the final. We didn't do that. We had a squad that qualified amazingly yeah. and then won. Yes, yeah, both men's did,
0: and women's, we did yeah. exactly the same thing. I think we, we, I've never understood that because, like, the, the, the very slight edge you're gonna gonna make by not having the same team is almost certainly gonna be like overshadowed by the the potential disaster, which happens time and time and time again, doesn't it? So it was just it was just great, and I actually fainted. Oh yeah, you did. i <laughs> never, never fainted before in my entire life. First of all, you had a panic attack. I had a bit of a panic attack. And Then I kind of so we won the. Of I the saw your tweet and I thought you were
1: exaggerating. No,
0: no, no. I kind of had a bit of a panic attack, and then I kind of like hyperventilating, and then I just thought oh, my legs are going. And I just went, it was like someone just knocked my legs from underneath me and I fell on the floor and I got straight back up. I wasn't knocked out or anything, but it was the weirdest experience. So So that night we were in the stadium we took our mum with us as well. He he fell on the floor. We, My mum and me, we just ignored him. (laughs) We just continued cheering. (laughs) It was phenomenal. Like, it was just, it was one of those amazing moments
1: just so perfect. And the images of Mitchell Blake with the baton in his mouth. You know, they're yeah, going they're yeah, into yeah. the archives of British Athletics and they will trot those out like they do the bulk countdown every time. But
0: once again, they're so young. This is a
1: team that can be going for the next two Olympics. Someone tweeted the ages of our two 4x1 relay squads and I thought that plus some of the amazing youngsters that we've had. who have acquitted themselves so very well at their first senior champs. Like, all this talk, all this rot about British Athletics struggling to meet targets actually almost all of our star performers, Bob Martin Rooney, and I think we can come on to him later. We're in their early 20s, and it's just, it's wonderful.
2: Just an unbelievable race. Can you describe your emotion? Yeah, no, I can't. I can't really, because I do live a dream. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm a player, a, a roulette on casino, and I'm all gambling on the red today. And it's fucking red, man. It is. And it's seven red. I know exactly the number lucky day. I'm
0: talking about young British people this is another one of my highlights, sorry I'm gonna have more than one, Dina Asher-Smith. Oh, <laughs> yes.
1: There's not a single person who doesn't with their entire heart adore that girl.
0: She is one of those people who is I mean obviously the girl has been brought up brilliantly mm-hmm. like you but the talent so never mind like the talent's there and a the given and she's obviously a very hard worker she went to King's University she's got a broken foot and she still comes back and runs like that. The dedication, the hard work, I wish I could have a little bit of that. I mean, I think I need to rub up against Dina Smith because also, she's so, so elegant. <laughs> she looks so lovely. Just every, just, she's just perfect, isn't yeah. she? She, she literally is, is just perfect, and I'm so pleased that she's asked. Awesome. <laughs> okay, now it down to negatives. We've all got probably something we. My, now, I'm going to do mine first, okay? Mine's a bit trivial. I'll very quickly say the McQuarla drama actually spoiled about three or four days for me yeah. in the middle. Uh, quite nasty, I thought, in the end, and that was totally unnecessary, and it just soured an awful lot of the um, championships. Not him getting ruled out, but the drama that went on alongside it, and everything. Yep. I just thought it was unnecessary, but I won't go into that much. it been done to sort of, have ad nauseum. Mine's quite minor, quite niche, but it really irritated me the whole championship, <laughs> I'm and that is, is medal ceremonies. Oh. Uh. So, first of all, Put a bloody flag up! What was that? What on earth? I literally spent four days not knowing where the flags were. I didn't think those people standing with the flags were the flags. I thought they were just some people who'd come out. I'm thinking, why are we seeing shots of the flags in the sky? And not only were they stood there holding them, they were holding them at different angles, <laughs> like they had to sort of rehearse it properly. Absolute mess, you know? If Absolute you won the race walk, you got a flag up. A Did place. you? Yeah, that
1: was the only event where they actually hoisted a flag. I'm awful at innovations, but that's
0: just a silly one. A flag, that's... I think if you're getting a gold medal or any medal on our podium, you look up at your flag being raised and it makes you feel great, doesn't it? Um, having someone stood next to you, like, limply holding it just doesn't work. But that's not my major concern. My major concern is, and this has gone back forever, you know, I am getting a gold medal. I do not want the area representative of Oceania <laughs> from the, of the council giving me my gold medal, yes. yeah? That is of no... That is a, that is not a, if, if you are the... Um, so last night Here's a prime example We won the um, 4x100 Why were not Our 2004 4x100 team uh, Giving that medal out That was Mark Lewis Francis Jason Gardner Marlon Devenish And Darren Campbell Why were they not Giving that medal out Why had someone Not thought that through Had them ready In the stadium before that happened in fact, it happened the night before, you had 24 hours to get them there. But I even, but even if we hadn't won, why not have them doing it anyway? Exactly, yeah. Mm. I tweeted, I tweeted, it. put it out yesterday, and both Marlon and Darren, like, come back and said, like, well, yeah, that would have been great who didn't think about that Tessa so Sanderson was there why wasn't she giving out the, the javelin and I tweeted we saw her yesterday this is something I want to talk about all the amazing people we met last night um, but she would have loved to, she loved to have given out the javelin medal Garth Garth was girl. there Denise yeah. Lewis is always there David Thompson is there David Thompson was there when the decathlon was going on you know, what are do you doing? Who on earth wants to be given it by, like, some sub-secretary for accounting, you know? when a representative this... of a sponsor. Exactly. But they can give the flowers out. Like, totally, 100%. And when you're in a particular country, we've got lots of past champions who can do this, as you would have in Germany, as you would have in America. It's fine if it's in, you know, South Korea. I understand you haven't got that many past champions from your country, but there's always champions... Um, of the sport who are there in the IWF Council. You know, I mean, is around, or Bilta Vontorena is around. What on earth are we getting these, like, total nobleness? It's infuriating. Because it, it would have been such a great moment as well, you know, mm. to have our four boys from 2004 giving it to our four boys from now. That would have been a great, great moment. Think of the pictures, think of the, the great swell of support that would have been in the stadium for that, you know?
1: And then engaging different generations of athletics fans. Exactly. I think that would really have meant something to 100%. the people who were there for 04. <laughs>
0: So just talking about the fact that all these different people in the stadium... One of our favourite pastimes when we're at an athletics meeting is not... It's not one of, it's basically why we go, is Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really anything to do with what's happening on the track, which we do watch in passing, but we spend more time looking around the stadium and seeing what old athletes we can find, or just wandering about, bumping into them while buying the beer, because we do make quite a lot of um, trips, trips to the bar.
1: <laughs> you are absolute catnip to athletes. I don't understand the plethora of selfies that you two managed to get. So we
0: were only there for two days, and we managed to bump into... Um, Kaiser Burkris was there, she works for Swedish TV, so we bumped into her. Um, we saw Michelle Lee, i.e., we saw Isaac McQuala. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we didn't say, because we, we were a bit worried about getting infected or something, so we just <laughs> had, <laughs> a, get a, too had a quick selfie and ran off. Um, Liz, McColgan, Liz McColgan. First, first time first ever. I've never met Liz McColgan before. First time ever. We talk on, on Twitter quite a bit, but I've never been in the same vicinity as that. I was oh, so nice. excited. Ellen van Langen, the 1992 Olympic 800 metre champion. She's always everywhere, though, yeah. Ellen. Um, <laughs> she's going to come on the pod, she said, as well. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, Tecla LaRoupe was there. Pauline yeah. Davis was there. Rosa Mota bumped in. Into. I saw
1: someone bump into your absolute favourite. Someone bumped into Merlene Ossie. No! Oh, she, she was
0: there. Merlene was there in the week. Last <laughs> night we did bump into Marion Yali yes, from, uh, from Nigeria from the 90s. And this was my favourite spot. This woman walked past me and I said, it's only Tonya Buford-Bailey the 1995 <laughs> World Championship <laughs> silver medalist in the 400 hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> so we had yeah, a lovely chat with her. Um, she was with Ashley Spencer. So I said that's the, kind of the past and for for my money Ashley Spencer is going to be the future of the 400 hurdles
1: one of my favourite things about athletics is that that boundary between fans and athletes is so very blurred and sort of permeable and the whole time when I would sneak off to go... Sneak off, sorry, my employers, in case they're listening. I wasn't sneaking off, out my manager's permission to go and watch <laughs> the athletics in the stadium. I would always bump into athletes. So I met Mayer, like Kevin Mayer, oh. so um, I bumped into about half the athletes, half the Australian team. There were so many of them just milling around, so they're always willing to chat to you.
0: What I think's lovely about athletes in general is it is a very high-profile sport in some circumstances, but a lot of the time... It's not like footballers. People aren't going crazy for them. Yeah. So often they don't even understand that you're a fan. <laughs> like, we talked to lots of people. That, what do you want a photo with me for? Uh, because you're the 1983 women's discus champion or something. <laughs>
1: Actually, one thing that we will put in a, a future pod, because I'm aware that, as ever, we're talking far more than we should do, for the water, <laughs> but, to the pod. but I met Anik Vetter, who won bronze in the heptathlon, mm. and we were chatting, and whilst we were chatting, a couple came up and tapped Anique on the shoulder, and she was in her kit, she was very clearly an athlete, and she'd won a medal at a world championships about two days beforehand. A couple tapped her on the shoulder and went, oh, could we get a picture? So I reached for the phone and I went, yeah, of course, go on, bunch together, and they went, no, no, we want a picture of art. <laughs> And they asked a new veteran, just photo one photo medal to take a photo of them in front of the trap. <laughs> the manager was stood there and a couple of other Dutch athletes, and we, all of us were just crying with laughter. They made her take two. They looked at the one that she took, said they didn't like it, and asked her to take another one without even batting an eyelid. It was ridiculous. Only, I feel, British fans would be that wonderfully clueless. <laughs> Hello you lovely, lovely podcast listeners. Thank you ever so much for tuning in to the latest edition of The Backstraight Boys and Girl. We're introducing a new segment to our fortnightly episodes now that the World Champs are over and it is indeed World Champs themed. I left the London Stadium with armfuls of stat books and luggage labels and programmes, and we would love to share those with you. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning is go onto iTunes, leave us a review and a rating, and hit that all-important subscribe button so you never miss another pod. After that, it's incredibly simple. We'll pick a winner at random each fortnight and send you something from the World Championships. Thank you very much in advance for entering, and good luck.
0: What was your negative,
1: I have a couple of little pet peeves with the champs but I'm going to go with something very specific just like you did, Bear and I'm going to say the men's 400 metre final yeah. there had been so much drama about McCullough that I felt that we were very rushed into the coverage of it because all That's the talking true. points had been about poor Isaac vomiting in his hotel no he didn't Yes, he wasn't actually vomiting. It's no right. But, but you're it. absolutely right,
0: because it feels like it came on TV without a proper lineup, and I still don't quite know what the result was, because I didn't know who was in it. We Two were percent. rushed into yeah.
1: it. There was We had this amazing rivalry potentially set up that we were then denied because of circumstance. So it was, Bunny Cut was going to get the goal. That was never in doubt. So it was really a battle for second place, but because the way that the coverage was done, we didn't know who else was running in the final, because there wasn't a Brit running, so therefore we weren't looking at anybody mm. else. Knee yeah. Cut as a cancer because he was able to switch the burners off, because he Wanted to save himself for the two hundred. Which is understandable. Yeah, the whole thing was incredibly flat. And what's a shame is also even when he isn't running at one hundred percent, Nika really suffers after races. He gets really sick. Yeah. He's really exhausted. So there wasn't even an interview with him after uh. the race. Fred Kelly got it completely wrong. We didn't really see him, and the whole thing was just a non-event. Also, who
0: decides to put a two hundred meter oh. between the? But like, yeah. this is your. This is the race that. You know that Wakeford and Nick is going to be the star of the championships. That's what everyone was trying to push. It's You're not difficult. Up. You put the 100 on the same time as the 400. You put the 200 mm-hmm. to on the same time as the 800. Yeah. It's, that's how it's always been done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We had extra days this time as well. So I don't know why you needed to do that.
1: So yeah, it wasn't really a low so much as a flat line. I feel the same way about the Ben's high jump.
0: Oh, last yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Was just,
1: because Bondarenko is really deeply out of sorts. It was a real shame my local hero didn't.
0: Quite form, and the whole thing was really rubbish. Yeah, and we love <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, we absolutely we love we love yeah. yes. We everybody loves bashing. We love the fact that um, Guzal is his name from um, Syria got a medal. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. But I just don't want people winning medals in twenty nine. Do you know what I mean? It, it... And the women's high jump, which should have been a damp squid, yeah, like actually, because you yeah. just thought someone was going to win by a mile. That was actually quite a good competition. Really and yeah. how great to see Cat and, yeah. and Morgan and yeah. Morgan in that yeah. final. It's almost gone. It's almost. um, that would have been a massive highlight and yes. it feels like it's, it, it actually is a phenomenal a few years ago we had no high jumpers whatsoever we didn't have people who could jump 190 yeah. like British Championship we won in 188 for years and now we've got two absolutely stunningly world class high jumpers and there's actually potentially I mean, we've got another one who can run one, jump 196 as well yeah. so it's, a, it's suddenly a strong event for us yeah.
1: And it was so lovely because I know you two, you've known Morgan over the years Mm. and we were talking, I think, not in a pod but maybe just amongst ourselves about saying how she's looked really obsessed at a couple of competitions recently because she's struggling to translate her junior success onto the senior stage. She was loving it, getting the crowd revved revved up, laughing with the other athletes in between jumps and it was so good to see her. Looking really ready to sort of be a senior finalist and to do
0: 195 in a in a final, yeah, like, that's so important. John Mulk, who everyone knows on Twitter, is like Mr. Stat, Statman John on Twitter. He tweeted her yesterday, I think it was, to say she has the most over 190 jumps of any British athlete ever. Wow. Twenty nine competitions over 190, and she's got twenty. Just... <laughs> Like
2: 20?
0: She's so young. <laughs> That's, That's phenomenal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's so
2: many little things like that that are massive positives. Just talk about your race plan. Yeah, uh, I didn't have any race plan. That's that, that. No, no, I'm not kidding. I did it with feeling because I wasn't very in shape. Everybody knew that. Otherwise, you would have interviewed me before. For me,
0: one of the negatives of the championships. Now, I I said this last week. One of my favourite things about these championships was how so many different countries won yeah. medals. Like the spread is ridiculous. But what was quite disappointing is when powerhouse countries like Kenya and Jamaica have like a really poor championship. Just didn't brung it, did they? No, they didn't brung it at all. <laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> I was looking at this last night and in the sprints, um I mean, Hussein got one bronze. They got one bronze in the Women's four by one, mm-hmm. <laughs> is that it? And um, they didn't get anyone in the final of the men's men's or women's two hundred. I mean, yeah. nice. I mean, there's Isn't a few it? things going on here. Obviously, it's a um, a transitional period, and I think it's a transitional period for for a lot of countries yeah. after the Olympics. But, like, you can just look at Jamaica; that they don't have Usain. It they didn't have Usain Usain this year. Yeah. There's no Shelly Ann. Elaine got injured or was sick. Yeah. Um, Johan Blake's not the same athlete he used to be. Uh, Veronica, Veronica Campbell Brown, I presume she may have retired, I don't know. So all those big name stars have gone to the wayside. and Which time is for... actually much the same as has happened in Britain, isn't it? We've yeah. relying on Mo and Greg and yeah. Jess and, no well, Greg's still around, but um, it could be much the same thing going on. So it is those younger athletes who are going to maybe take a little bit of time to come through. But I'm wondering whether the whole drugs thing has had an effect whether and should no- I should just, just quickly jet you're not specifically saying Jamaica and Kenya you're saying well no, a, a well, no I'm not specifically saying them but I, I kind of am specifically saying them because <laughs> 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 because although I'm I'm not the same person who goes on saying everybody's on drugs but there have been countries and I think Jamaica and Kenya are two of them that have been quite lax in their texting and I think um, Kenya definitely at some point was put on the warning list or whatever yeah. wasn't it and told you have to um, have more appropriate testing and Jamaica the same so I'm hoping that has happened, I'm hoping that people are now noticing that they are going to be tested out of competition more strictly, and maybe that has made a difference. I'm not saying that's why they didn't win anything, but I think all of these things can contribute. It's also really important that everyone knows that they're going to come and get you 5, years 7, 8, yeah, that's 9, so true. 10 years later. You know? And as we can see at the beginning of this championship, people giving out their medals, which I would say was a high Ah, think absolutely it's brilliant. Um, I think if you know that you can win for now, but you're going to get shamed down t- later down the line, that's probably a big incentive not to do it in the first place. Do you
1: think that these powerhouses struggling and perhaps having to really crack down on any infringements of doping rules was one of the reasons that we only saw one world record at this champs?
0: I mean, possibly. I think also the weather. Hopefully. The weather ha- And the one world record was from an event that doesn't really have a world record. That
2: has seven <laughs>
1: competitors.
0: <in this> <laughs> but, and also, people are going to hate me for this, I actually loved that, that race. Not the race, it wasn't a race. But I loved the fact that the 50km walk was in the World Championships. I don't think... Unless, say, women, talking. sorry. Yeah, I don't think that if it hadn't been in, people, people saying we should have left it till next time, wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened unless they were made to do it um, legally. So it's in now. It's, a, it's set a benchmark pretty low one, but it set a benchmark, it was a new world record. And that'll give someone to aim for, and I bet in two years' time in Doha. Um will it be a revolutionary? So we'll have an actual fully-fledged event by them.
1: And one of the very best things about athletics, and this gets discussed a lot, is that there is true gender parity. Yes, yes. And so I think having that 50km race, as you said, is really important yes. that they're there, even if there's only seven of them. There was
0: a lot of people complaining about this race. Oh, it's not fair, they're getting the same um, prize money as men, they don't even have to finish, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Yeah, but you've been getting prize money since 1993, so unless you want to redistribute all that money that the women haven't, had to, haven't got over the last 13 World Championships, I don't want to hear a complaint. Yes, it wasn't probably done in the most, like, it wasn't done, It could have been done in a better way, IWF should have brought in before, it shouldn't have had to go to court to do it, it was all very last minute, there wasn't enough competitors, all the rest but we understand that, that was not ideal. But it was there. They deserve all the money they can get because they have no other way of winning money. They don't have sponsors or any or a World Cup or anything else over the 50k. So good luck to them. I hope she did get. I hope she got the World Record bonus as well.
1: She did. I saw her get presented her yes. cheque on the panel. It was lovely. Who does it harm?
0: Uh, why would you complain about something that makes no um, difference to your life whatsoever? You know. Good luck to them
1: been a lot of negativity i think on twitter and in some of the people that i've met I and that's what swooned. twitter's for isn't it yes that's very true keyboard warriors but i think as we've discussed there are so very many highs from this champs and it was a weird champs and a lot of form books were torn up and a lot of upsets happened but i think it's shown some some of the best facets of athletics yeah
0: absolutely have we got sort of some takeaways i suppose some sort of end of, of champ takeaways maybe sort of thinking about going into the next one things that could change or stay the same, I mean, I think one thing I took away from it was and I think this is more the the press than maybe like the, it's maybe the as well, you know, the powers that be is you can't force someone to be something they're not, so like we keep hearing a lot about who's the next Usain Bolt and they've so clearly been trying to make it Wade Van Niekirk. you know, they're almost like falling over themselves, oh my god, Usain Bolt's going, we've got to make it, we've got to find another Sprinter, you know, male who does those kind of events, and it's just not Weber Nika, who's fantastic. I love Weber Nika, but that's not really his personality. He seems quite shy, quite softly spoken. He's not kind of a big showman, just because he does the same events. You know, and it didn't really work. He did great, but because the of the whole the, the expectation really. out there, it feels like he didn't do as good as he could, and he cried. It was an awful moment when he cried. He oh, thought that, like, yes. you know, people were like, um, his 400 metres had been overshadowed by all the drama that went on, and I just thought it's really unfair of him to put all that expectation on his shoulders. In fact, that's what it is, mate. That's expectation. I think we should all learn about expectation on, on athletes. So as far as finding the new bolt, let it happen organically. Let the public decide who that's going to be, And maybe, maybe it can be a woman.
1: Or maybe Maybe. it could be a group of athletes and we could spread it out because one of the things that makes athletics so good is as we are always harping on about, everyone can see an athlete with whom they can identify. So it's not fair if you are a tiny white young girl and you want an idol within the athletics world and the only person that's being shown to you is a six foot five Jamaican man we need a spread of athletes with a range of personalities a range of USPs which will get people into the sport and watching kids at the stadium was one of my biggest takeaways I watched an exhausted Eilish McColgan and Laura Muir after their race before they even dealt with the press they went and signed autographs with kids and spoke to them they were knackered they both were on sub 15 minute or there and thereabouts Five kilometres, but they had time to go talk to those kids and I'm watching the kids scurry off with their autographs and their selfies. That's where the future of athletics 100%. is. Let's have a whole range of role models and exactly as you said, let's let it happen naturally. Yeah.
0: And I hope the idea have learnt that lesson because I think from a few years out we've realised that the Usain Bolt phenomenon was going to turn into a problem somewhere down the line when there is no one to... to um, sort of take over from him so I really hope they're thinking about this now and doing exactly as you've just said Claire maybe you can run the IWA
1: <laughs> I actually did have one of my colleagues make that joke yesterday I had a bit of a rant about how brave we're going to have to be and again this is a whole other pod but we're going to have to be really brave when it comes to reforming athletics now and keeping what's intrinsic to athletics and keeping Everything that makes it so great, but we're going to have to change the way that it's marketed and the way that, that I think competition structure needs to change really quite drastically throughout the year and at major championships. And I had a bit of a rant about it. And someone went, "Club the next, like the next sort of porter cabin down is the IW." <laughs> I said, "Go!" Uh, but it was the last evening of the champs, and I had a train to catch, so I didn't.
0: <laughs> Otherwise, you would have just you I would have, had have sense marched job. down that. <laughs> <laughs> I think my takeaway from this, and this, brought a lot of people have talked about, is how phenomenal British sporting oh, public are. Oh, there is yes. not a country in the world that puts on a, a show as well as we do, that is organisation as good as we do. The crowds are phenomenal. And I'm really worried, it's not the word, but if you're going to take this to somewhere like Doha next time... Uh, I, 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 I saw a
1: tweet <laughs> by Michael Johnson this morning, which I think if he'd contributed... Nothing, none of his expertise. For the whole next 12 months, it would have been worth it for this tweet because it's so insightful and I really, really hope the IAAF action it. We, or British Athletics rather, need to put together a package holiday deal in two years' time to go to Doha that British Athletics fans can purchase, which has their flights, their accommodation and their tickets to the Champs. Because if we can make it easy for British Athletics fans to get out there think we can have an army of travelling oh my god
0: we can literally fill the stadium because no yeah. one else is going to fill that fucking stadium are they <laughs> no the locals certainly aren't so let's send us out there I don't want to go but that's a whole lot whole of lot broadcast. of cards yes <laughs> the, um, <laughs> I mean, it's too, too too soon to say but I think we can all be pretty much in agreement that the next world championships is going to be dreadful well let's wait and see I don't know what it is about the British sporting public and athletics at this, in this um, format but um, but they're doing something right, somewhere. But Britain, we're just going to sport mad, aren't yeah. we? It's like we're just... It, what was so great in the stadium last night, people were clapping everything. Yeah. Women's 5,000, that's not an event that usually gets much coverage. Every time they came out, everyone was on their feet, people were screaming. The slightest person, yeah, when um when... Um, Helen Beery, wasn't it? When she went at the yeah. last night, people were on their feet screaming. And you're sort of like people don't necessarily know who she is, but they're just so into the sport. The reception that Casta Semenya got at that stadium was wonderful. And that's, again, a whole nother pod. But I really (laughs) feel like the general public... Do not view her in the way that we have been trying to force down our throats from like the, the press, you know, mm-hmm. how the, she's almost treated as sort of a villain in many ways, but I think the public are far more sympathetic to her situation. We love her. We've made yeah. her feel so at home 100%. here. And She said that
1: in her post-race interview. Yeah. She said, my first home is South Africa, my second home is Berlin, because I think she trains there. My third home is
2: this stadium. Oh. And
1: I
0: did well up a little bit. I, bet, but, <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. This huge swell of support that came from Sadie for her, I thought was fantastic. This
2: is the best thing ever. Surprise people, surprise myself today because it's unbelievable. I still can't believe it. And trust me, I'm going to beat my record on the Skull Beer. I do 3.5 and today it's 2.8. I know that. Yeah. A pint of beer, I know that. <laughs>
1: so, Britain entered these champs with a target of six medals. Obviously, slightly disappointing that the two individual ones came from Mo and then there were four from the relay, which means that our sort of diversity of medals yeah. was pretty limited. But the point is, we met that target.
0: <laughs> but see, I think this is hilarious, because all we've had all week is complaints, Britain are doing badly, we're not... Like, just all that negativity, that person didn't perform, this person didn't perform, blah, blah, blah. We hit the target. So, I don't care where we got the medals from, we hit the target. Is there there a potential an underlying problem that that shows? Possibly. But it was a great way to end the championships. Everyone loves a relay. There's nothing better than a relay medal. So, for me, it was great. Isn't this so so typically British? You know, we've been stolen our virtues in Britain, and there are plenty of them. But one of them is... We love to moan. I mean, if moaning was an Olympic sport, we'd be multiple like, <laughs> gold medalists, wouldn't we? So like it was like Tuesday, and already the pictures are being written about like this team and how you know what a disaster the whole championships was and everything. And it turned out to be fine. You know, the, the medals come from as you say, not a diverse thing, but that's not what we're looking at as well. The medals cover. The the target, you know, we did what the target was. The, the target. point of so the medals is to get the funding. Exactly. So we did that. So the medals are done. That's great.
1: I think the six medals hitting that target means the conversation can exactly as you said, can continue down the rankings. Yes. And we can look at everybody from the Adele Tracy's, who got two personal bests and mm. reached a semi-final to the Jess Judds, to you know, even someone like Shannon Hilton, who maybe didn't make it out of her heat. Like she ran a really sort of calm, well-constructed, technically solid race, and I think there were so many performances that need to be applauded. now that we've ticked the stupid... We've jumped through the hoop, we've ticked the box. We can talk about that and how fantastic the champs were. I kind of want Mads to run in through the door and play bad cop, which he (laughs) does so very well. But he's not here. He's probably actually running just somewhere else. So I'm going to do it. And this is not what I believe, so please don't hate me. But (laughs) relay medals are worth less than individual medals. Discuss.
0: I think it's just another way for people to have something to complain about. A medal's a medal. Like, no-one complained when we won the uh, 4x4 in 1991. In, in British athletics history, yeah. that is a lot of people's number one, that, that <laughs> medal. Um, the same in 2004. No-one no one looks at those as lesser medals. So, yes, it's nice to have individual performances and have someone who is the best in the world at something, but we have a team that's the best in the world. Yeah. We have four people, which chose, uh, has to have a, a depth... So it means we've got good depth in those events that other countries don't have. It means we've got good teamwork. It means we've got good skills and good coaching. So there's a lot of positives come off of that. I mean, for me, it doesn't make any difference. I just don't understand the argument. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got one? Because I don't get what it is.
1: I've had a bit of a peruse and seen what people are saying. So there is the argument that a relay medal only matters if you have one. It's like a bonus. It's a cherry on the cake. It's not a requisite. It's a nice extra thing you pick up at the end of the champs.
0: But does anyone say that about, I don't know, Bradley Wiggins, when he gets a, I don't even know what the cycling races are, but like when there were four of them in a row?
1: Oh, well, the team pursuit.
0: Team pursuit, that's the one, yeah. (laughs) Does anyone say that's not one? Because if it was up to that, we'd have very few cycling medals, because a lot of them are team competitions. The Coxless 4 or 8 or whatever in rowing, do they not count because they're team I, don't
1: I think the argument that those people are making is that because in athletics you have the capacity to win an individual medal, if you've flopped out and you've not won an individual medal, if you're someone who believes that not winning a medal is flopping out, you have a chance to go again and be bolstered by the performances of others to win a medal. But
0: that happens in all. There's so many sports. I mean, swimming is made up of that, isn't it? Swimming is made up of like, people who have got multiple medals, most of which come from, from relays. I think there's an argument against relay medals counting when you're talking about individual greatness. So, yes. Alison Felix is always held up as like, oh, she's got all these World Olympic medals, and I'm not knocking those at all. But when half of those, or maybe more, come from uh, relays, she can only get them because of the strength of her, the rest of her team. She, so but She only has one individual Olympic gold. Mm. Now, I'm not knocking that. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> but... You're right, like, if, oh, Alison Felix has got, like, nine Olympic medals. Whereas if you're Daphne Skippers, you know, you're never going to be able to get those extra um, gold yeah. medals because you don't have a, a team around you. And the so same as if you're in a longer distance event. Exactly, totally. So I'm not So I'm not in any way, you know, disparaging Alison Felix, who's amazing. But um, you can't count those in the same way when you're counting against... Um, an individual but for a team I don't see what it matters at all what else are people saying I'm just
1: going to quickly say Felix would I think no one can argue against this would make the all time world 4x4 squad Yes, yes. the mm. legs that she produces yes. and yesterday was absolutely no exception other arguments I saw um, to do with again Daphne Skippers we've got athletes like Shauna Miller um, Wade Van Nicar, who are in countries that cannot put out a quartet so really well, to be not... fair, South
0: Africa could have, but they didn't, they didn't, <laughs> yeah, them, they didn't they run, run into them. Into yeah, them, That's right, they didn't
1: run Wade in the And heat.
0: And the Bahamas have had amazing, I mean, they were 2,000 Olympic champions, and they should have had a, a they didn't qualify, did they? I think, no, they didn't qualify, Shona didn't do the... Oh, um, would she, she'd done the 400 and the 200, yeah. and it was, it was the next day, so... No, but that, that is true, but that's, that's the nature of the sport, that's the nature of all sports, isn't it? It's like complaining that the England football team can't win because we haven't got enough good people in England, well, that's...
1: Oh. we had an incredible bronze in the men's 4 by 4 yesterday but I think you could argue that it was Cowan's leg and my yeah. god he had two amazing yeah, really relays that got us into a medal position that the others held on to I think you cannot even break a relay down into its constituent parts yeah. because it is a team performance yeah. inherently whether you win whether you lose whether you get squalified or whatever but there will be those who will say that a relay team can be carried by one star and therefore the medal is diminished what do you think of that?
0: Uh, it's a team like you said it doesn't matter like you can have three ordinary people and one amazing person it's about getting the baton round it's not and this is the thing about relays it's not for individual performances it's the baton it's all that matters yes. it's how fast the baton goes not individual people so I mean, you could argue that about every single one of um, Usain Bolt's 100 meter gold medals could not no, gold medals relay medals or Jamaica's relay gold medals they were won by um, Usain Bolt take up, off they probably may not have won you know mm-hmm. I don't really understand what the
1: and finally, there are those... You're really passionate about this, Claire, aren't you? I'm, I'm saying these awful words. I don't hold any any stock in them whatsoever. And finally, there are people who are saying that we are holding up these relay medals as a way of papering over the cracks that our individual athletes fell short. Well,
0: if you're looking at them like that, I don't look at them like no. that. I think, I think they're. it's great. We've hit the medal target. We hit the medal target means we get funding. That's all right. I wouldn't have bothered me if we come home with two good medals, two individual medals, and lots of great performances. Cause that's we it's not the way we look at things. Yes, it's nice to win medals, but I look at the overall picture of the athletics and I think we've had some phenomenal young really young people doing phenomenal things and they will learn and they'll be even better next year. Next we've got the World Indoors at home, the Commonwealth's Europeans. Great training ground for these people, and then we've got another world championships. but I've been saying this all week. People are complaining about, you know, we haven't done that well at this world championships. Next year, it's going to be the world indoors, Commonwealth Europeans. We're going to absolutely kill it across the board, aren't we? We're going to reload loads medals, and everyone think everything's fine again, you know.
2: So I'm going to go on and get some beers. Interesting world championships.
0: Yeah.
2: Interesting. Uh, Very 10. ten. What
0: would you score out of ten? Oh. Oh,
1: it's hard I, to put a number on.
0: And you know what? Like I couldn't that. do it now. I need a bit. Of, I need a bit of time. Okay, but I'm asking, <laughs> I'm asking you now. So like, okay. I'd probably give it a s- seven. Yeah, I'm kind of six and
1: a half. I'm going to go seven and a half slash eight. Ooh, Ooh.
0: that's quite high.
1: Because although there were a couple of really sort of plummeting lows and a couple of events that kind of plateaued for me and were a bit meh, there were some dizzying highs. You know, I. I've cried with happiness and pride so many times during these champs I think I've got repetitive strain injury from air punching <laughs> I think my chair in my studio just going nuts when people produce amazing performances and I think the crowds are just they fill me with so much hope for athletics so yeah I'm going to give it a 7.5 to 8
0: oh it's good be a little rare sunshine on the pod isn't it, today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> past misery guts you know well listen that's enough of us chatting on for way too long again and um, we'll be back in two weeks i think with matt back on board and um, we've got a lot of things to talk about and some great content coming up in the meantime if you do enjoy listening to our pod please go to itunes please rate and review us because it gets lots more people in to listen to us um, i'm jody i'm bea I'm Pat. and we'll see you soon Bye bye